Sean. Yes. There were two young guys that had a friend who was having a birthday, and they wanted to take him out for do something fun. Like you do. Uh-huh. Like we do. Uh-huh. And you know, one of the goofy guys, he's such a nut. You know, he 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 said, "I bought what I bought something for 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 Tom. I bought something for his birthday." And and so they took him out, and he was taking him to where they were going to celebrate. And he said, "Why are you taking us to a house of ill repute?" <laughs> and the goofy guy said, "Didn't you say to get him a massage in a brothel?" He said, I said, message in a bottle. Get him a birthday message in a bottle. It's obviously a joke you made up, isn't it? Maybe. But the, thing, <laughs> the thing is, it's easy to get him confused. Massage in a brothel, message in a bottle. You know, uh, it's a, you know, it's all in, in what you hear. Okay. So. All right. I'm going to copyright these and make a fortune, everyone. So I hope that wasn't too, you know, distasteful I, I, for our, well, our just, listener. I've just never listeners. confused those two before, but okay. It could be it could be done. Massage in a brothel, right. message in a bottle. I'm just going to take your word for it, Bill. I don't know why. Don't but get I those am. don't get those confused. Whatever you do. Yeah. But you did suggest we talk about here on Wacky Poem Life. Wacky you suggest we talk about message in a bottle today. So that's what we're going to do. Yeah. yeah. Without getting too literal. But maybe getting can, literal. Can I get literal? You can get literal. <laughs> we can get literal, and I'll get metaphorical. You know? The yeah. master of metaphor <laughs> sitting across from me. I'm His the, name is? Bill. I'm Sean. Yeah, welcome, everyone. I'm I'm glad to have that title. I feel like I need a cape. <laughs> <laughs> a I'll, Dr. Strange's cape. I'll make you a cape. I'd love a cape. Yes. Master of metaphor. I'll see I'll see what I can do. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so, Wacky Poem Life coming to you from the Rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry, episode 112. 112. Yeah. 112. That's a good number. Nobody yeah. has stopped us. No one has stopped us. <laughs> we Yet. just keep doing this. No. It, it, we're like that little mouse that throws a finger at the eagle trying to swoop down and catch him. We're defiant. <laughs> squeak, squeak, squeak. I don't know why that just came to me. You know. <laughs> Two little mice. Two little mice. Okay. Squeaking away. How many eagles if there's one more, we could be the three blind three, mice. Three blind mice. Yeah. Running from the butcher's wife. <laughs> True. <laughs> no tails. <laughs> yeah, but you you sent me a text the other day and uh, said a bunch of stuff. Some of it I I didn't really understand, but I did understand the part about message and it's, bottle. It's, it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. I I see send things and it's like, oh, this is going to be brilliant. And I can just see you like nodding your head, like, you know, there's something in here. I've got to dig to find it. You know, but <laughs> so but yeah. But the message and the bottle part, I I, I latched onto that just because it. You know, oh, I've always loved. The concept mm-hmm. of an anonymous, well, usually I guess they don't have to be anonymous, but a message rolled up and, you know, put in a bottle with a cork and just mm-hmm. sent out into the world mm-hmm. for someone somewhere to find and ponder. Mm-hmm. The sin, you know, it's a, if you receive it or find it, it is a mystery. Mm-hmm. I think you like the mystery of it. Yeah. Because you, you like mysteries in general. I do. So. And this, um, uh, there's some bottles sitting here on the table that I brought in. I'm not sure you want to touch them. They're pretty dusty. I was dusty. excited. I thought our, I thought our <laughs> listeners had left a multitude no, of bottles. I'm and sorry. I, thought, I was like, yay. These yeah. are from the, the second incarnation of the museum when it was in a little portable building. And I had an exhibit um, 
where you could go in and, and you could take a poem out of one of the bottles that were in there and read it, or you could put, write your own poem and put it in a bottle for others to read. So mm-hmm. these I found in a in a can in the back of the rummage store, actually. I don't know why I had kept these. Anyway, they're there. Yeah. But the first uh, bottles that I put in the museum were I was uh, way back when I had a a real boyfriend, not the online etymology uh, dictionary, who is my lover today. Right. I had a physical boyfriend who he drank a lot of Miller in Mm. those little bottles. What are they? Eight, ten ounces. I don't know. Those little little bottles. Un petit beer. Yeah, that's a champagne of beers came in. And I just hated throwing those away. And so I would start... You know, taking the labels off, and uh, I started putting poems in them, and with some beads and little knickknack things, and put a cork, and you attach the a string to the cork and the poem, so you could actually yeah. get the poem out. Mm-hmm. And I would leave them in the museum for people to take. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and did you realize that the mu- this museum is one giant bottle? A because, giant bottle. Because people come in and leave anonymously. Leave their messages. messages. Yeah. So I was thinking that the bottle can be so many things. Okay. It could be a letter. It could be a speech that you've written down. It's some anyway. You communicate to people, and you don't know who quite is going to receive it. Mm-hmm. Isn't necessarily, mm-hmm. but it is a message. Yeah. So the bottles can be so many. There's my metaphor kicking in. Bottles can be so many things. I was going to say you're starting to say all those things that were in that and message I'm, that I didn't I'm understand. I'm gesturing. <laughs> Yeah, you very very uh, uh, gracefully. So to me, well, I hadn't thought of the museum as a bottle, but okay, I so, can I can see that. To, you know, to me, mess, it, it symbolizes hope and optimism. Mm-hmm. To the recipient, it might it might mean um, have a different reaction. A recipient might it might be wonder, curiosity. What is the meaning of this? To the sender, it might mean hope, information. I have a wish. The original. Did you do any research on the on the first bottle that was sent by chance? I had the I first found, one that was discovered. I found an article about ten different ones. The one that ones. was found in Perth, Australia, and it was sent in eighteen seventy something. Yes, was, I think yeah. I have something on that. And that was so interesting because there was a bottle, listeners, that was thrown out of a of a, a shipping a ship back in the eighteen seventies or eighteen late eighteen hundreds, and apparently it washed on shore. They think one year after it was tossed out. And it spent the next hundred and something years in the sand and was discovered by an Australian woman. So um, I don't know if I have that one, the particular Australian. But actually, this article was from the Australian Broadcasting Corporation website. Okay. But the first one that was listed was one that was out for 101 years, but it was tossed in the sea in Germany. Yeah. And uh, then it was found in the... uh, where was it found? Well, I, it was found in Germany too. In Germany, yeah. yeah. I think that'd be very interesting. Years. Yeah. The research that I said did, uh, excuse me, looked up said the first documented messages in bottles were released in 310 BC by the Greek philosopher Theophrastus. Theophrastus. Okay, I got to tell you something about that, Bill. Because uh, the good old Theophrastus. I I also found this guy. Oh. Who is the message in the bottle guy? Okay, he is the T H E capital the guy. Yeah, he has a website called messageinabottlehunter.com, mm. and this is a very scholarly 
website is very serious. Mm-hmm. He's very serious about this message in the bottle stuff. And uh, he said he started it. His name is um, Theophrastus. <laughs> Theo. <laughs> no, but, but Theophrastus, I thought about that because this guy has a whole long article. I didn't even read it all, but talking about how that's not true. Mm-hmm. And that he says all these reputable uh, magazines and websites and stuff are saying this about Theophrastus doing that, and he didn't. Well, There's no are, documented evidence why for is it. This? He was very angry about that. Well, then that's an error because it, <laughs> it certainly said documented in what I looked up. I know. I know. Yeah. But he, you need to go over to this guy's website and look at that because he goes on and, and on about it. And I did have his name written down, and now I can't find it. But it's Message in a Bottle Hunter. Dot com. Okay. And he has said that he's found, oh, jeez, 150 or so messages in bottles. And then he has all these pages where he talks about But I wonder, as rare as it is, how can he have found that many? And would they be authentic? He, I guess he actually goes out looking for them. No, he has a thing okay. in there where he talks about hoaxes. Mm-hmm. There's been some message in a bottle hoaxes, and too. I suppose if you spent years and years and years doing this, you would find mm-hmm. a, an amount. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he has a really neat page, too, about a poem that he actually found mm-hmm. in a bottle in uh, 2009. And he explains that. So, yeah pretty cool i think that's interesting and it's like in when you remodel a home and you decide to leave something behind a a, a roof shingle or behind yes. a wall yeah that's a message in a mm-hmm. quote-unquote bottle mm-hmm. um, yeah some people have left those like under the floorboards or mm-hmm. in the walls they've actually put them in bottles yeah for somebody remodeling haven't you find. left things in cemeteries sean notes in cemeteries or, yeah, or you know yeah. i don't want to get you in trouble I'd, with the, i've with left cemetery, little notes everywhere crypt keepers <laughs> You've left, and have they been in containers that are that keep the notes safe? Yeah, usually. Um, you know, I have never found a message in a bottle, but I have found a message in a Secrets tin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was which in, is a in the in the cru- in the Crutchfield Relief here in town. Wow. <laughs> Did it say when I was young? What did it say? I I don't remember. It was just saying it something. Inst- it wasn't Sucret's instructions, and you got them mixed no, up no, as no. a message. No, no, no. It right? was a little note from uh, somebody, <laughs> and uh, and I wrote a note back and threw the tin back into the water. But then I never I never saw it again. It was swallowed by a bass, and then the rest is history. Yeah. Yeah. Now there is a guy from 1904 to 1906. There was a marine biologist in England. George Parker Bitter III, um, who threw bottles into the North Sea. He threw uh, about a thousand of them in there because he wanted to, he was doing a study of the currents and he wanted to demonstrate that the North Sea's deep sea current went from east to west. Mm-hmm. And he was fairly successful in doing this because he had a return rate of the bottles. You know, I had a message in there to contact mm-hmm. him. Was fifty five percent. My goodness! So that was enough for him to do his study. Right, scientific you know. study. Mm-hmm. It's sort of an empirical study with with data collection. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I know that people release messages in bottles and people release messages in, unfortunately, balloons. You know, when you when you have this remembrance thing, which don't ever do. That. Don't do that. Horrible. Horrible. Don't send balloons neither out one, to the world, people. Neither one really are environmentally friendly. No. I suppose you know. No. And what, don't do gender reveals with confetti and balloons and crap like that. Yeah. Please. Yeah. yeah I, In fact, don't do gender reveals. 
Yeah. Let you just be surprised. It's just stupid. Just be surprised. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get yellow are or green. Are we gr- too old? Yellow or green. <laughs> We're old, aren't we? Yellow or it's green like, goes with anything. Don't do that. You know? Yeah. You know, you and I, and speaking of messages and bottles, you know, there there is a portion of it that's fascinating and a portion of it that's really cliche and sort of silly. And you and I are not into this romanticism, silly stuff. No. We're just past that age. We're about a couple of years past that age where we find that token, right. you know. So I thought, ah, so many things. Oh, the message in a bottle was meant to be. I found you. And it was like, ah, 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 ah. no, 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 no. So go on. I'm, I guess I'm opening a door. Cause you're, no, you're, yeah, yeah, because you're making me think of uh, <laughs> what I looked up on the, 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 the Nicholas Sparks book. Yeah. Message in a bottle. Message it was in made bottle. into a film. Okay. I never read the book, never seen the film. Uh, but I have a whole bunch of quotes from the books and just from the book. And so these quotes oh, oh. show me why oh. I have never read the book. Okay. But what I would like you to do is finish the quote. Some of these. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Let, let's have some fun with some All of these right, quotes, yeah. Bill. I'm okay. Flowery. I'm a flowery guy. Sure, okay. Why not? So these are lines from Nicholas Sparks' message in a bottle. Sorry, Mr. Sparks. Mm-hmm. But, oh, these are bad. If you like her, if she makes you happy, and if you feel like her, you know her, then... Give her flowers and wine and chocolates and lavish lovely words upon her gentle locks of golden hair. Like okay, her. that's that's pretty smarmy. That's pretty smarmy. That, so that's in keeping with the book. But okay. actually it just ends, then don't let her go. Don't let her go. Yeah. Hang on to her. Even if she tries to wriggle free <laughs> in desperation. Yes. She's trying to get out get of away. the locked door. <laughs> yeah. You've got the key. Be Pippi Le Pew. <laughs> Hang on to that cat. <laughs> okay, here's a little bit longer one. You can think about this okay. one. I have come to realize that destiny can hurt a person as much as it can bless them. And I find myself wondering why, out of all the people in all the world I could ever have loved, I had to fall in love with. The most beautiful, exquisite creature ever to walk, walk the ocean, walk the ocean. in her f- flippers. <laughs> that's she's, an image. <laughs> you know, she's a she's a world class scuba diver. <laughs> well, that's that's much better than what it actually was. It just ends. I had to fall in love with. Someone who was taken away from me. Oh, no. Oh, my. Taken. Yeah, Yeah. Mm. taken away from me. Leaves the door open. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you're doing well. Here's another one. Unrequited. Here's another one. As a girl, she had come to believe in the ideal man, the prince or knight of her childhood stories. In the real world, however... She realized princes basically don't exist and men don't like to bathe (laughs) (laughs) you got very close to the original except when you know the don't like to bathe because Uh, you know that part's not very romantic is it that's probably not in nicholas book no yeah but the line however men like that simply didn't exist didn't exist yeah except in her mind yeah this book is just full of wisdom isn't it you know, and, <laughs> and you know, Victorian romanticism was the height of just you made your teeth hurt. Yeah. It was so sugary sweet, and it's like, Mm-mm, I just Mm-mm. don't know about that. Okay. Yeah. Here, you ready for another one? Of course, yeah. I am lost without you. I am soulless, a drifter without a home, a solitary bird, and a flight to nowhere. 
I am all of these things, and I am nothing at all. This, my darling, is my life without you. I long for you to... I long for you to send me a signal. Throw, throw, your, throw your bat signal in the air and let me know where you land. Because I know you're out there somewhere, my love. I'll just follow the petals of the weeping willow tree and the cherry blossom till I find you. You're mixing your metaphors um, now. <laughs> leaves and leaves and blossoms. It was Batman at first. Batman and then at first. I, I like the willows and you're going to follow the blossoms and yeah. everything. Again, that's much more original than mm. what the actual line was. It said, I long for you to show me how to live again. Show me how to live again. <laughs> if only you can do so. You know, otherwise I'm destined to just fade away into nothingness. Now, I don't know if all these lines were in the movie, but I mean, whatever. It's pretty bad that they're in the book itself. Yeah, yeah. Here's another one. The ocean has been singing to me, and the song is that of... The song is that of your beautiful voice echoing off the waves, (laughs) telling me, come, come to me, come to me. My, I am the siren. I'm in the shell. Come to me. Come into my cove. Come into my cove of of rest from the from the violent seas. Come into my arms, like Venus walking upon shore on her shell. Come to me. Come to me, dear sailor. Come to me. Come to me. Come. To me. Wait a minute. Is am I getting a little You're bit? You're mixing again, but that's good. That's good. I'm I getting, like that. I'm getting a little carried away. Actually, I'm getting flushed, people. I'm getting into this. <laughs> I was trying to picture Venus in the shell, walking on the shore. That's right. She, it's hard to walk with that shell on your leg. <laughs> on the half shell, she was on the half shell, wasn't she? That was good. You know, that was the the enticing uh, Venus, uh, Aphrodite, uh, the goddess of love, and then the sirens who are going to bash you against. It's, <laughs> against it's a contradiction. The shore. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what was. Oh. The ocean has been singing to me, and the song is that of our life together. Our life together. Oh, my. Beautiful melody. Yeah. Yes. All right, let's do one more. I've got tons of them. Let's just do one more. Let's see. At night, when I am alone, I call for you. And whenever my ache seems to be the greatest, you still seem to... Never know where the Tylenol is. (laughs) And I've told you where it is. To ease my the pain in my back and my legs. That's great. <laughs> I love that one. Yeah. You still seem to find a way find to a way. return to me. Yeah. Without that water for the Tylenol, though, so I'm not quite happy. Uh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'm, you know, s- I'm sorry if you unrequ- like this book, but, oh, oh man. I, I've never seen the book. You know, <laughs> I, I can imagine, you know. And I suppose it has its place. Um it sure has sold a lot of movies and books. Mm-hmm. Look at the romance novels. Are they similar similar to this? I've never read one. Have he's you read? A, have he's you a read very a, rich man. Have you read a romance novel ever? In my in my youth, youth. and you know, the, you know the you know the ones with all the flowing hair and the muscles. And the, yeah, yeah, the bodice rippers. Yes, bodice rippers. Mm-hmm. That, that's a good name for a band. <laughs> Bill and Bill and the bodice rippers. <laughs> <laughs> I need to write that down. Do I have any music on here? No. 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 Don't have any. No. <laughs> don't have any music to go with the yeah, bodice rippers. The bodice rippers. Right. I like that. Yeah, think about that. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yep. I, I don't really have the equipment for bodice ripping, but well, you know, I'm, I'll still help you out with the band. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of how it's done correctly, the song by the Police, "Message in a Bottle," yes, is the best version of that song, in my opinion. 
And the one, the one section. Has of, somebody else done it? Um, well, uh, I don't know if they've done that particular version. I guess Taylor Swift has a message in a bottle song, which I know nothing about. Yeah, uh, I'm going to get hammered for that. Well, we're old again. We're, we're older. You we're have older. To excuse us. We excuse us. But the, the verse three of the song says, "Walked out this morning. Don't believe what I saw. Hundred billion bottles washed up on the shore. Seems I'm not alone in being alone." A hundred billion castaways looking for a home. And I thought, that is so brilliant because even in being alone, you're not alone. Yeah. I thought, you know, that is so cool. Yeah, but I thought, be- dang, you took away my thunder. Now I'm not even alone anymore. Everyone but, else is alone. Because, uh, well, so. other people are doing the same thing you are. They're mm-hmm. just doing it in their own little way. In a little way, but different it's, ways. But it's all for the same reason. For connection. Is it connection, Sean? What is it? Tell yes. In fact. I'm being understood. Um, Finding this, a tribe. This is one of the things going back to the guy that that's the message in the bottle hunter. He said, I started message in a bottle hunter in 2011 as a blog where I would share stories of the friendships I had made through real messages in bottles. However, it quickly became something more. People began to write me seeking help with solving messages in bottles they had found. I realized there was a whole community of disconnected people out there just trying to find each other. And since that realization, this site has served as a hub for message in a bottle finders and senders. And then he said, um, in the modern era, it's become a popular way to send a message in a bottle and there are gifts and invitations for special events. And bottled letters have even become a popular way to carry out seaside marriage proposals. The reasons go on, but the impulse is always the same, to reach out in hopes of making a meaningful human connection. That connection can be with a stranger or a loved one, uh, as with message in a bottle, gifts, invitations, and proposals. That that is kind of brilliant. If you live next to a beautiful stretch of beach, you know, to hide quote unquote a bottle, mm-hmm. and you know, to, of course, you'd want to. Hopefully, your intended will 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 open it and say yes to the invitation. But yeah, yeah. There's a um, message in a bottle museum. It's, there's an online museum, messageinabottle.com. Oh, really? I bet this I guy, I bet the bottle hunter, I bet he's got a page about that. Uh, right, right. Mm-hmm. It's an online museum. So is it one, uh, bottles that somebody's collected and then they've just got pictures of I believe so. look at? I believe so, yes, yes. And I have information about it, which I cannot find. But, yeah, there's a, <laughs> there's a museum a museum dedicated to messages in bottles. So. One of the um, the poems that, that the message in the bottle hunter, I'm sorry that I don't have his name. I had it on this page. I must have <clears throat> deleted it. The poem he found in 2009, this is what it said. Drifting along from somewhere on my way to nowhere with you floating in my thoughts. A while has passed since I saw you last. A kiss goodbye in the rain left me wondering if I would see you again. Just once more, if ever, unexpected, like when we met on an island the morning after a night of stormy passion. I don't know which way the wind might blow us together or apart. Like the ocean, I will float with you forever, <clears throat> pirate of my heart. Oh, my. It's not bad, you know. It's not bad. Poem. It's, you know, no, it is not bad. But, yeah. you know, what I like is what I identify with is there's a verse in a song saying, I still look for you in a crowd of faces. Mm-hmm. I just love that. Because we've all done that, yeah. you know, we, we we've been infatuated in love with someone, and they it ends, and we still look for them maybe in a crowd of faces. It's almost unconscious, whether it's a, a shopping mall, an airport, 
you look and someone might look like them or resemble them and you sort of do a second glance. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, I have sent messages in the form of letters, um, which you will remain undisclosed on, on this podcast, you know. <laughs> yeah, I have to have several more bottles of wine before I disclose. <laughs> but I've sent, I've sent little, I don't know, fishing hooks out into the world. And, you know, I've caught some amazing things. Yeah. I really have. Would I, you use I, this bait? You use just my glorious intellect and my <laughs> my my ability to describe wonderfully and things um, with metaphors things with metaphors even mixed ones you know yeah it's like either you you, you like it or you don't you know <clears throat> well so. i have something very exciting to show you oh my gosh Bill, because and i do want to talk about this right here look at that okay i'll have a picture if you're not listening to us on wackypoemlife.com you need to go over there because i have a picture of my oh. name in a bottle yes. that is going into space. Oh my God! It is actually going to Jupiter on the Eudora Clipper. Yes, oh on my the gosh. Eudora Europa. I'm sorry, <laughs> Eudora. We'll have to name something Eudora now. <laughs> You're so funny. You're like Eudora. <laughs> Europa. Europa Clipper. So this is something very intriguing that I didn't know about, but I found by by Googling around that our current U.S. Poet Laureate, Ada Limone, was commissioned to write a poem that they have etched into this um, satellite-type thing, Europa Clipper satellite-type thing. Or Eudora, (laughs) whatever you prefer to call it. That is going to go out into space. It's going to be sent out next year, October 2024, and it's going to reach Jupiter by 2030. 2030. 2030. Yes, and you can go on NASA's website, go.nasa.gov slash message in a bottle, and you can enter your name in there, and your name will also be added to the, um, well, I just keep calling it the thing, the satellite. Mm-hmm. That's the Europa Clipper. Mm-hmm. It will be added in there, and it will be sent to Jupiter. And it's got it's a, a spacecraft. It's got a picture of the spacecraft in the distance mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. That is intriguing. And you will get, when you do that, then you get this customized artwork that has your name on it. Yeah, that you can print it out and frame it, which yeah. I'm going to do. Yeah. But the poem that Ada Lamone wrote is engraved on the on the Clipper spacecraft, and along with participants' names, they'll be etched onto microchips mounted on the spacecraft. And together, the poem and the participants' names will travel 1.8 billion miles. The B, billion. Billion miles to the Jupiter system. My goodness. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is the, Isn't that awesome? Well, this is the ultimate <laughs> message in a bottle. Yes. In, in a sense. That's what I think. Yeah. This, NASA's website says, Water connects Earth and Europa, the two ocean worlds. The Europa Clipper spacecraft travels be- between on its journey. The existence of a vast ocean on a moon of Jupiter, which the Europa Clipper mission is equipped to decisively confirm, is what makes Europa such a promising place to study habitability, habitability, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. habitability, yes, Mm -hmm. for life beyond Earth. Mm -hmm. Um, This should be, we should take, post a photo of this. Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. And anybody can go over to that website, NASA website. 
and get your name added and download your own picture. I find myself thinking of the vastness of space often. Mm-hmm. Just the other evening, I was walking the dogs, looking up at stars, and I thought, those are not stars. Those are just memories of stars. And it just sort of, it's, I don't know. You know, as a kid, I loved looking up, but I, I still love the vastness of space and the mystery. Mm-hmm. And it, it's almost incomprehensible. It's almost, mm-hmm. I guess I can comprehend a tiny bit of Talk about the ultimate message. That's very cool. You're you're very in tune with this, Bill, because you just said the mystery. Oh, okay. And so Ada Lamone's poem is called In Praise of Mystery. Oh, my goodness. A poem for Europa. Oh, nice. I'd like to read it. Yes, yes, yes. Arching under the night sky, inky with black expansiveness, we point to the planets we know. We pin quick wishes on stars. From Earth, we read the sky as if it is an unerring book of the universe, expert and evident. Still, there are mysteries below our sky. The whale song, the songbird singing, its call in the bough of a wind-shaken tree. We are creatures of constant awe. Curious at beauty, at leaf and blossom, at grief and pleasure, sun and shadow. And it is not darkness that unites us, not the cold distance of space, but the offering of water, each drop of rain, each rivulet, each pulse, each vein. O second moon, we too are made of water, of vast and beckoning seas. We too are made of wonders, of great and ordinary loves, of small invisible worlds, of a need to call out through the dark. Oh, nice. Isn't that awesome that is poem? And that, that's going, that's what it's is, engraved, that's engraved on, on the spacecraft. That is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That is, <laughs> under the whale song was sent decades ago to space, you know. Yeah. And there are mysteries, Sean. I was walking the dogs uh, to the mailbox, which is, to, for me, it's about a, a, almost a mile walk each way. Mm-hmm. And, and we passed a, a small tree, and the leaves are down, everyone. Leaves are off the, off the trees, everyone. And I was walking along and looked up, and there was a— And it was raining today. It was, today was nice. It was a nice rainy mm-hmm. day. And, there, by the way, I like this title, Even on Gray Days. You need to write that down. Even on— Even on Gray Days. Even on Gray Days. Mm. It's the beginning of something. But um, I was looking up. You need to write that down. That's your poem. That's your title. I'll write it down. But I was walking (laughs) along and I I passed this little little tree and there was a nest right there. And I thought, it's been there all season long. I never saw it, couldn't see it until now. The mystery was revealed. Mm -hmm. So there are still mysteries to be found. Of course. So I I just thought that was very cool. You just have to be observant. Be observant. You just have to be willing to look. Right. To slow down. Slow down, take in, yeah. observe, um, appreciate. It's a process, not an event. Yes. Because you're going down to get the mail. Yeah. But there's much more to this yeah. trip yeah, than that w- end result of getting the mail. Right. You want to look around. There's a journey. Yeah. Even if it's to the mailbox, there's a journey along the way. Yeah. Correct. The journey is not the end. Right. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Very cool. I know. I just, I just love this that NASA, you know, thought to enlist a poet and such a wonderful poet to be a part of this uh, journey. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's like this. If I might interrupt you in looking to space and the stars, you know, it's like this song that I quoted. Perhaps we're not alone in being alone. Maybe other people, other maybe other beings are looking at the stars, 
wondering, I mean, not perhaps, we know that's got to be with the billions of galaxies out there. Yeah, we're, we're not special. We're not alone. <laughs> we're not alone in being alone. So we're getting metaphorical. We're getting very deep, deep in deep space. Speaking of deep space, I did have one quote I didn't want to make sure I said. It's from the poet Paul Salon. And uh, he said, a quote, a poem as a manifestation of language and thus essentially dialogue can be a message in a bottle sent out in the not always greatly hopeful belief that somewhere in some time it could wash up on land, on heartland perhaps. Poems in this sense, too, are underway. They are making toward something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like how that's said. They are making toward they're, something. They're making toward something. They're, they're, they're on a path. And also the yeah. person that, that sent, the person that threw, that person that released, once in a while probably thinks about this message and this bottle and wonders where it is. Mm -hmm. And it's like a secret that only you have. Mm -hmm. it's, it's really cool. You yeah. Know? And it you... is that hopeful thing, too, that mm -hmm. maybe someday someone will find it. Mm -hmm. And if you left contact information, you'll hear from them. Mm -hmm. Like these people who 100 years later, um, like their grandparents, I mean, grandchildren or something got, you know, mm -hmm. they said, hey, I got this message from your grandfather. He's long been and, dead. And, you know, how, <laughs> how precious would that be? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What a gift. Very cool. Yeah. I, I really like it. There were some cases in that one article that I read about 10 famous floating note discoveries where – uh, it was like a man and a woman kind of got together, but it wasn't – nothing romantic came of it. But, you know, just the idea that mm -hmm. bring two strangers together. Yeah. I did – It's cool. It, right. And I did research with it, whether it's okay to throw a, a message in a bottle into the ocean. And it's really not. <laughs> it's not. It's not. I mean, environmentally, you know, so many creatures would find that attractive and, you know um, – it, the romanticism. Can I throw them in the Crutchfield Relief here in town? Yeah, there, there's. Yeah, there are places you can leave messages. Absolutely. Yeah. In the Lake, Lake Hudson out here. Lake maybe. Hudson, or yeah. in this little uh, uh, stream runoff, runoff here, or the storm runoff here. That's that's you what know. that is. Oh, that's Crutchfield what that is. Crutch, relief. Crutchfield yeah. Relief. See, I didn't know what that it's was. It's right outside the museum. Crutchfield Relief. Yeah, we yeah. could throw. Some, we just walk outside the museum and you know throw it in there. We're gonna find. Out there, my goodness. <laughs> Throw my secrets tin in there. <laughs> I did see that the odds of finding a message in a bottle, um, that according to somebody's expert opinion, there's a 10% chance that a message in a bottle will arrive somewhere intact and somebody that's will find a, it. That's that's pretty good odds. 10%? Yeah, in, that's pretty good. One in 10. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you throw, you throw, ten, you throw uh, ten, 10 of them, then one of them is going to be found. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go thin, throw 10 bottles in the relief out here. Yeah, someone's <laughs> going to find them. Someone will find them. All right, yeah. well, this was fun. Thank you for suggesting this, Bill, yeah. and I uh, hope well, you all enjoyed welcome. it. You're welcome, you know, and, and, and it, hope someone leaves us a message in, in their bottle, yes. whatever it may be. I know? did post on Facebook on the Wacky Poem Life page that somebody leave us a message in the bottle outside the museum. We'll talk about it. A message or a poem? I think it's. Y'all let us down. Y'all let us down. I was there excited. There. there, there are six bottles here on the on the table here. And I thought, oh my gosh, we got six people. And they're they're all from your museum. <laughs> they're all from the museum. <laughs> this one is an old uh, jelly jar that has the, a label of remembrance on it, and inside, 
Oh gosh, it's got like spider webs in it. That makes it good. That's a, it makes it old. That looks like a piece of a Christmas tree. Oh, it's got the poem "Loveliest of Trees" by oh A.E. Hausman. Oh my goodness! Oh, Hausman. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You should read that. Should That's read a that. great poem. Okay. Yeah. We're not done yet. We're not done yet. <laughs> Loveliest of trees, A.E. Hausman. Loveliest of trees, the cherry now is hung with bloom along the bough and stands about the woodland ride, wearing white for Eastertide. Now over my threescore years and ten, twenty will not come again, and take from seventy springs a score, it only leaves me fifty more. And since to look at things in bloom, fifty springs are little room, about the woodlands I will go to see the cherry hung with snow. Yeah. I like that because he realizes it's not going to, you can't see things it's forever. It's not forever. You yeah. can't see things forever, you know. So I'm getting out of my house and I'm going to walk out. Yeah. And see things. Right. This other jar is labeled family and it's got a poem in it by uh, D.H. Lawrence. It's called Piano. Anyway. Very, yeah. It's messages like, it, and bottles. Right. It's like revisiting an old friend. Yeah. You know, and there's a kinship. In uh, knowing my my Edwin Teal, which I will, I, I'd like to read something from him actually. Okay. Um, because I wrote a poem for Bill for Christmas, and one of the lines was, "You quote Edwin I way, quote Teal, Teal way, way too, too much. much." Yeah. <laughs> I just love the way, like A. A. E. Houseman, he he just notices things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's just notice and noticing is becoming a lost art. People, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. But here's Edwin Teal. On, on this day, this was December tw- uh, late December in, in his entry, A Walk Through the Year. I look up as a small band of goldfinches passes overhead in rocking horse flight. Then my gaze returns to wander over the white fields, the dark woods, the gray stone walls, the brown weed tops thrust above the snow. Summer diversifies, winter simplifies. The multitudinous tints we know in summer have been reduced to variations of browns, whites, blacks, greens, and grays, to colors we can count on the fingers of one hand in the out of doors. Changes in hues around us form a measure of seasonal time. They reflect the, they reflect the slide from season into season into each ensuing year. So. I just love the way he notices things. And the, okay, the rocking horse motion of goldfinches, when they fly, they flap, soar, flap, mm-hmm. soar, and they sort of dip as they soar, like a rocking horse. I thought that is really looking at birds and knowing birds. You need to put so, some of his quotes. Those are the daily things they put on the Facebook page. Yes. You need I, to put I, some of those in bottles and right. send those out to messages for people. I should. Yes. I should. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, right. Let let it let us end with a one last quote. One last quote from the message in the bottle book for you to for you to finish for us. Because Sean, this will be uh, we will have one more one more session of podcast before the end of twenty twenty three. Correct. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to look at a calendar. Because the twenty fifth the twenty fifth is Monday. That's Christmas. I'm not Christmas. good at numbers. Yeah, we'll have next. We'll yeah, have one more. One okay. more, and then right. then we end. The, We're uh, ending? No, no, no. Just this year. Just 23. I'm sorry. <laughs> let me let me pacify. Listeners, Bill just abandoned No, no, me. no. I did not abandon. No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay. Here's one last short, sweet quote from the, uh, you know, 
book of Message in a Bottle. Okay. True love is rare, and it's the only thing that makes life worth living. And then makes you want to commit suicide sometimes. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, you were channeling Mr. Sparks there, okay. Bill, because it's the only thing that gives life real meaning. Oh, give life gives life real meaning. Yeah. I'd say go out and look at some birds and some stars and clouds. Yeah. 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 It's it's not the only thing. It's not the only thing that gives life no. real meaning. No. But But it sure sounds good on paper. Uh, no. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but there are plenty of people that like it because, like I said, uh, this dude's got some money. Sure. Well, look at Jackie Collins. <laughs> yeah. She, got, she, got some money. she had some money, too. Yeah. Right. Well, thank you all for being with us. We went a little over yeah. time, but I knew we would because yeah. I was very excited about Europa Europa. Clipper. Europa Clipper. <laughs> And you, her sister Eudora. And all these bad Her quotes. sister Eudora. <laughs> Europa and Eudora. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, thank you for being with us. And yeah. as always, share the word. We are, I guess we're just going to keep doing this. Because no one, as you said, no one told us to stop. <laughs> People have suggested it, but we haven't done it. No, I'm kidding. We I think it's pretty dang good so yeah. i can't i mean i thought if i thought we were just doing you know crap i've been like mm-hmm. well maybe we need to stop because we're just doing crap Bill. we got stuff to say but we it's got, not we, crap we've got wisdom to impart <laughs> you know y'all need our wisdom yeah, yeah. it's like the police i want to think i'm going to sing a little bit i want you to i want to thank you for listening to my message <laughs> in a bottle yeah yeah oh that was bad but we you know i, I love that song <laughs> I love the police. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Yeah. Bye, Don't guys. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.